Design it, craft it, smith it, stitch it, tool it, and pick it. We do it all. This is Bespokelahoma. Musical intro by Allie Harder and Pig Squash Shop out of Oklahoma City. Bespoke Oklahoma, you know it, you love it. Welcome to this evening's episode. <laughs> we are. Christmas I'm so pumped for Christmas, man. I, I'm still working on Christmas orders, but I'm pumped for Christmas. Um, we are broadcasting live, as always, out of Traditions Leather Craft Studio, 7500 West Reno, Suite 200 in Oklahoma City. Beware. Uh, Traditions Leathercraft does have some updated hours for this week, being that we are awfully close to Christmas. So tomorrow, Thursday, KC will be in the shop from 9 to 5 and closed this Friday and Saturday, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. But if you are out and a boot in Oklahoma City tomorrow... Um, as we've said, great selection of uh, finished goods there at the front of the shop, as well as Casey's lovely wife Dawn's uh, goat milk soaps and lotions, as well as the largest selection of enormous cowhide rugs in the state of Oklahoma. I was actually at uh, the other guy's store yesterday, Ew. and I, it really, it really, uh, it really is a remarkable selection of cowhide rugs that Casey has. So be sure to check him out um, and have an awesome Christmas. That's, that's all the, that's all the goodies that I got tonight. Okay. Um, so that's my turn. So before I introduce our guest, I want to say something. I've seen some posts of, non-crafters, basically consumers complaining about certain things and this, that, and the other. If you are listening to this show and you are a consumer and you are not a maker, you don't do custom work, check on your custom makers because we are not okay. <laughs> this, has been, this has been a rough season. Luckily, my customers this year have, have been awesome. But we have been, since probably October, we have all been working late nights, working holidays, working sick, and Christmas season sucks for us. <laughs> um, See, and I lost two weeks to the Rona and got way behind. I, yeah. I had planned to do quite a few, because I love doing, you know, leather projects for family for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I can make a lot nicer stuff than I can afford these days, <laughs> but, but a lot of those didn't come to fruition, unfortunately. Yeah, but I, I just wanted to get on here because I'm pretty sure everybody that listens to our show are, they are, uh, makers of some sort or the other, but just in case there's, you know, there's a regular Joe out there listening, message your buddy that makes pins or shirts or leather and just be like hey man 
You all right? <laughs> Take him a tall boy. <laughs> yeah, get him a tall boy. Get him a coffee. It, just check in on him. Because it, it's been a rough one for a lot of people this year. And it rough in a good way, kind of. But still, it kind of sucks. But the money's good. But it's doggone it. Too much business, Dustin. What a problem to have. Yeah, I know, right? Doggone it. Well, uh, we have another maker. It's been a while since we've had a leather crafter on the show. Mm-hmm. And our tonight's leather crafter is not only a leather crafter, but has the voice of an angel and is going <laughs> to open with singing the first Noel for us. <laughs> so I got Caleb, it. I got it, man. Take it, it away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know the words. <laughs> I don't even either. I'll just sing Noel over and over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight we have Caleb Smith of Oakey Ridge Le- or Oakey Ridge Trading Trading. Yeah, don't 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 mispronounce it now. Get it right. Oh, I'll do say, my show. Right. I'll do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Oaky Ridge Trading Co. Caleb, how are you doing this evening? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm a little nervous, but I'm good. Trying not to now, make myself look too dumb on this. Oh, it, we we do a good enough job of that for, enough, right. for, their, for our guests. <laughs> Dustin will just brain fart for us real good, and we'll be in good shape. Yeah, right. So where, where in Oklahoma are you? I am from Freedom, which uh, nobody probably knows where that is, but it is about 25-ish miles west of Alva. And if anybody doesn't know where that is, oh. it's it's uh, about an hour and 15 minutes drive northwest of Enid. So surely everybody knows where Enid is. but Way yeah. up there. Yeah, uh, it's, it's pretty much, yeah, not, not a lot of people live out here, that's for sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> so it's on the corner of where the hell are we and you got a pretty mouth? i'm about i'm about uh 14 miles exactly from the kansas border so mm-hmm. we're we're pretty pretty far up yeah so how long have you been doing leather uh i started in see i got my first tools it would have been about the end of 2017 and kind of just peddled around with it i didn't really make any actual projects or anything um i just like would tool uh things or like you know coasters just practicing tooling and stamping uh made a a coaster of my dog and painted it (laughs) it actually looked pretty good but uh never really made anything uh for probably you know a year uh actually kind of lost no i'm gonna say lost interest but kind of stopped doing it for a little while got busy with work and whatnot and uh and then probably about 2000 and well, probably about the end of 2018 kind of started picking it back up and uh, doing, getting more into it and doing projects and watching YouTube videos. And, and, uh, and then uh, in 2019, we found out we were going to be having a baby. And so the plan was for me to stay home and be a stay at home dad. And of course I, was not comfortable with not helping my wife in any way of, you know, financially. So I decided, you you know, I need to basically either get serious with this leather thing or, or find something else to do and uh, start just started getting, you know, taking it more seriously and thought, you know, I, I, if I really put my mind to it, I, I could, I could make a business out of this because 
I feel like right off the bat, I mean, I wasn't awful, but I, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't that bad. It's and, a natural I, ability. Right, right. I thought I thought I kind of had a little bit of, you know, I wasn't totally displeased with uh, with the work that I was, you know, making. And with that, I, I you know, I really thought that there's something there. So in 2019, uh, we moved out to Freedom, or yeah, yeah, we moved out to Freedom in 2019, uh, stayed home with the kids and started doing leather work, uh, you know, more seriously. And uh, not much longer after we had our first kid, we we found out we were pregnant with our second kid. And that really <laughs> the fun just up. keeps coming. Oh, man, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so that, you know, I had decided before then, before we, that I was going to, you know, try to make this thing work. And, and after that, you know, I had the second kid and it was like, man, I can't, you know, this is hard. How am I going to stay home and take care of two kids and then, you know, make it work where, you know, my wife comes home and after she gets off work and watches the kids and, uh, and then I go and do my leather thing until whatever time in the morning, it may be, you know, three, four o'clock in the morning, sometimes a lot of times, uh, whenever I, you know, finally go to bed and it, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely hard with, uh, mm -hmm. having two kids, that's for sure. But, it's uh it's it's gonna be worth it one day. I I can I can promise you it'll be worth it one day. I've got yeah, so. one tiny boss and it's kicking my butt, so I can't even <laughs> I can't even imagine. <laughs> but he's he's finally getting a little more self sufficient, so I do have some time during the day to to do some stuff. So that helps. Right, and, and when they're when they're real young, they you know they sleep all the time, so that makes it easier. But as they get older, they sleep less and less and less and need more and more and more. And that takes up way more of your time. And uh, yeah, it, it can definitely test your, your, uh, your ability <laughs> to not be an alcoholic or, uh, you know, <laughs> something or other. Yeah. yeah it, 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 there's been a lot of stressful days, but it, I always know in my head that one day all of the stress will be completely worth it. And they'll be, be in school. Do what? And they'll be in school. That's right. That's right. I hope. Hopefully they'll be in school. Hopefully they're yeah. smart enough. <laughs> yeah, but uh, with my little one, uh, you know, I had a full year with just when I quit to do it full time. It was, you know, for a full year, it was her and I at the house. Well, it wouldn't have been a full year because then COVID hit. So it was me my little one, my wife, and my oldest at home. But I sure miss those times when she would nap for a couple hours, lay down and sleep for a couple hours. And so, like, this year when she started pre-K, I almost didn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> I have all this time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Like, I went straight home after dropping her off and took a nap. <laughs> sleep. Sleep. Yeah, I can relate to that one. Yeah, I don't get much naps anymore. That's for sure. I I, do, I I gave up trying, man. It it you know I get I get as soon as I get to sleep, the the youngest, my boy, he starts he starts doing his thing, crying. It's like he knows. He just like he's got an internal programming mm -hmm. that he just he knows when I'm gonna sleep, when I'm gonna eat. You know, both of us when we're everything we do, he just knows. He he, he knows how to mess it up. He knows how to mess it up. <laughs> See, and I can't take naps because I always, I'll, I'll be laying there trying to go to sleep, and 
that one thing that I've been trying to figure out on that project that I'm working on clicks. And I'm like, well, I got to get up now and I got to put this together. I got it. I got yeah. it. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yep. So are you working out of your house? Do you have yeah. a shop or a storefront or what are you working with? At, at the moment we are, I am working out of uh, the house. It, uh, we would definitely, where we definitely plan on uh, in the near future, I don't know how soon, but in the near future, we are, are going to be getting a uh, storefront. And, uh, but at the moment we are, we are still uh, pushing our wares out of a little room. In our house. Uh -huh. <laughs> I've, got, I've got inventory everywhere. Well, it's not everywhere. It's, it's in a big pile, but or it's stacked up. And, but, yeah. <laughs> stacked up kind of nice. Yeah. It's, it's a, Unorganized chaos is what it is, basically. <laughs> Sounds like my shop. Yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, a a good word for uh, what I've got going on in here. That's for sure. Chaos. <laughs> so how how'd you come up with your business name? Uh, man, I honestly, it just that was one thing I really struggled with um, trying because once you once you pick a name for your business that's your name and you can't you're in it yeah yeah you know build up a business and then all of a sudden decide you don't like your name and change it i mean i guess you could but it just it's you know it looks weird and uh, kind of counterproductive right and that was one thing that i man i just didn't know but i knew i kind of wanted it to have oklahoma themed and i didn't know quite how to do that at first it was uh it was i was wanting like red dirt leather or something but I, there was just too many people and and businesses that leather and, and other other you know uh professions that were you know along the lines of red dirt red dirt yeah and, and that man i just can't i gotta have something that's you know more unique than that which i know my name's not totally unique but uh, i knew it wanted i wanted to have something oklahoma related and i wanted to kind of have also something that was kind of i guess for lack of better words geographical like a, 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 a creek or a river or something i live like literally exactly one mile from the cimarron river and there's a big ridge that uh well i guess basically a mesa plateau that runs all along the stretch of of where we're at right here and uh I think one day I just kind of, I looked out or something. I, I don't even remember to be honest with you, but I just thought <laughs> Ridge, you know, Oaky Ridge. And then I kind of thought, I was like, you know, I, I kind of like that. that. That might work. And thought about it for a little while. And then, you know, I, I just, you know, I was trying to come up with things and, you know, come up with a pile of them and then kind of sort through that pile. Man, I couldn't come up with another dang name. I tried. <laughs> that was the only thing I could come up with. And I Bingo. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well. If, it, if that's the only thing I can come up with, then that must be it because, you know, I, I feel like it, it'll work and, and it, it kind of matches the theme of, of what I want my products to be and how I want them to be, you know, um, represented and yeah. right, 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 right. Marketed and, and seen in somebody's eyes, you know, how a little bit more, I don't know, rustic mountain manny type things. That's 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 the vibe I'm I'm trying to put out now. Whether or not that is the vibe that people get, I don't know. But that's the one. 
that's what I'm trying to put out there. And well, it, I think you nailed it with trading company. And and the nice thing about trading company is too is it leaves you the opportunity to bring in more than just leather work. Exactly. And, exactly. and that's definitely something that I tried. And I don't know if I succeeded with mine. So mine, the whole name of mine is actually Possible's Leather and Custom Works. Okay. And I almost never use the custom works. And I, I did custom works because I've done metal work. I've done furniture, you know, kind of all sorts of stuff. But it's hard to, like you said, it is probably the most stressful part of starting anything is figuring out what you're going to call it. Yeah. Clark, Clark had it right. And actually um jacob is looking to get into blacksmithing mm. and he was telling me about uh, a podcast a blacksmithing podcast that he listened to where they actually recommended that you use your name in it in some fashion uh just for for identifier like if you go to a conference or i mean i don't know we have conferences if you go to a conference um somebody will walk up to me and go oh possibles but they have no idea you know what <laughs> what my name is which i'm really glad that i know you now caleb smith because i i love your stuff on instagram me caleb and dustin i feel are kind of like all each other's cheerleaders on instagram <laughs> for sure, like, for sure. like i really that's... like your work and dustin's and... i appreciate that very much and that's that's one thing that I think is really great about the Leathercraft community is that there are a few bad apples, but for the most part, 90% of, of, of the leather crafters all hype each other up and, and, you know, you know, make each other, you know, basically gas each other up and, and, you know, say, mm -hmm. you know, you know, that looks awesome. Or, you know, I love, you know, love the color combination you did on that wallet or, you know, that, you know, that belt looks, looks awesome, man. Or, you know, just it's, and when and when that kind of creates a a chain reaction people other people see that and they think yeah yeah that that is awesome you know and uh you know it it's like a snowball effect you know one one person says it's cool and then everybody's like yeah yeah that that is cool man that's mm. that's awesome but that is key in in having a a close community is and you know, hyping each other up, you know, there's nothing better than, than going to somebody who not necessarily is your competition, but is doing the same thing you're doing and, and uh, selling the same things that not, you know, basically that you're selling and saying that they're awesome. You know, that, that's, that's really cool that, that uh, the Leathercraft community is like that. I think you made a great call out. I don't think we even, we certainly don't treat each other like it, but I, I don't even know that the Oklahoma leather, leather crafting community even really sees each other as competition. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, it, it's all just support and teaching and because really, I, and I think at this point, because leather craft, I don't know if it's because it's a, an expensive craft or a kind of a challenging craft, but it seems like there is plenty of, customer to go around so we're maybe we're kind of spoiled in that we can all just be each other's cheerleaders and we don't have to worry about competition yeah i think it's because like well i don't know about leather workers in other states but i know like us you know the oklahoma leather crafters group like we all know that you know, most of us make the same stuff but we all have different styles 
Yeah. And right. Exactly. That's what the majority of us understand. I'm I think there's a few people that uh, uh I won't go into that anyways. Um, <laughs> well, uh, about style, Caleb, that is one of I find it interesting that you say you started with tooling because so much of the stuff that I've seen of yours online is just that gorgeous natural veg tan, which right. I, I really appreciate the natural veg tan style that you have on a lot of stuff. I feel like it takes uh, some some chutzpah to to go just well. I'm, I I don't mean like like no, no, like I... you're ballsy for being natural veg tan, but you really do because since there's since there's no additions to it, right. um, you really do see the fine details of the product. You do a great job. Right, right. Thank you very much. And yeah, you you uh, really nailed it there. That is really kind of the main focus of the products that I do is, is just natural veg tan. And a lot of that is because one, uh, I love the way natural veg tan looks. And two, I absolutely hate dying things. It's, <laughs> it's so bad. And and I've had terrible luck with uh, with dye rubbing off on on other projects and and things that it's not supposed to be on. And uh, for example, I made a I made a tote bag or not a tote bag, excuse me, just a a, a purse for my wife, and it was natural veg tan, and I I put a black. Uh, the black closure, a, a, a flap on it on the top to cover it. And uh, before long, I, and I even sold it with Saddleback and, uh, and Leather Sheen, both, to try to put a <laughs> nice, uh, you know, sealant on it. And then within, I think, it wasn't a week or two, and that, that bag had little black marks all over the front of it oh. from dye coming off. And it... It's it it's it's ruined. <laughs> I gotta make her a whole new one. It it looks it's awesome. frustrating. It's yeah, it's natural veg tan with just black dye just rubbed all over and, and smeared in spots in it. Yeah. And so to to answer that, yeah, I I love the way that natural veg tan looks and it just too it's too time consuming and complicated to do all the dye things. Now if it's um you know, something special or, you know, I, I just, I've got a bunch of dyes so I can dye, you know, a bunch of colors, but I, there's nothing better than just natural veg tan. I mean, it just, the, the raw look of it is, I just, I don't know. I love it. I, I love the patina that you get with just a, an untouched natural veg because mm -hmm. you really do get all of the scars and stains and wear and then it all kind of bleeds together you almost get like a, a natural dye job out of the patina on natural right. edge yeah yeah and i and i even uh heck sometimes i set stuff out in the sun just to just to get some of that uh patina started before even so and i and i don't do that on on many things but there has been a few uh things that that i've made that i i do that just because i i love the color of of uh you know, leather after it's veg tan leather after it's sat out in the sun for even just a few hours, you know, it, it can make a huge difference. I hung something up in my window today and just let it kind of, kind of hang for a bit. Veg tan, but, uh, <laughs> oh, excuse me. Yeah. Like I said, I absolutely love, you don't see a lot of just plain veg tan right. pieces. Right. So, 
Back to the the black closure. Oh no! Black, the color black, and the color white. I absolutely hate putting on leather because either the black rubs off on everything, or the white completely rubs off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, does it really? Yeah. I haven't done anything with white. Don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) See, I've had my worst trouble with red and blue. I uh, I made my mom a pair of grips for her motorcycle, and I did blue. And I, like you said, Caleb, I sealed the crap out of it. Yeah. And I buffed it, and I sealed it, and I buffed it, and I, I thought they were really solid. And the first time it rained, they just turned, like it all bled out. Oh, no. <laughs> and it was just like the most awful, patchy, kind of yellowish, bluish color. It was... It was bad. She blue. just I don't blame her. Like they were bad. <laughs> yeah. At least she didn't have uh, blue hands. I thought that's what you were gonna say, man. She took off and now she come back looked like Smurf. <laughs> no, I had red hands because I had a red bike and I did a red set of grips for myself. And uh again, like I said, buffed and sealed and buffed and sealed and thought I did a really good job and within an hour looked like my hands were bloody. So yeah. You live and learn though. I mean and and sometimes you adjust your style and you end up with a really sweet product. So, right. um, so like I said, with natural veg, you do kind of have, uh, I think, uh, it, it brings more attention to the edges and to the stitching, which I think you do a really good job of. Do you, well, you. hand stitch everything? No, I, uh. I hate hand stitching. <laughs> I think everybody does. Man, it just takes forever. I mean, I I, I will do it. You know, if if uh, if somebody was to request a, a, you know, in my in my personal, uh, in my you know, my family or my friends were to request a hand sewn wallet or something, I would do it. But but I actually have a a Juki sewing machine that uh, has been a a very very great addition to my shop and uh, it. I, I've, the thing about sewing with a machine is you can knock out about 15 wallets in the time that it would take you to hand sew, you know, one or two. So the time con- con- consuming part of it is really where my uh, judgment lays on that, on having a sewing machine instead of hand sewing. Mm. Well, and there's two, you know, with hand sewing, you've got, your chisels and your awl and your punching board and it, it can just be a lot more and if you've got a stitching pony there's just a lot of more moving pieces with hand sewing right right exactly and it just takes so much time i i just i mean yeah i'm probably being lazy and i, and I could do it but it, it just i don't know i've out of, out of all the leather things that i've ever made i've probably only hand stitched probably about I don't know, 500 holes or so, you know, stitching holes. It, it, I haven't done a whole lot. That I, I is excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just don't, I just don't, don't really like. <laughs> well, and I don't, I don't think it's lazy. I think, I think incorporating sewing machines is, I mean, unless you're doing like super niche, high end type products. I just don't think that you can really make a living off of this without the the efficient machines. You know, of course, I, all of us are drooling over a bell skiver and, you know, 
all the goodies. But I think a sewing machine is an absolute must if you're going to have any kind of scalability. I agree. I agree. The 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 uh, the fact that it can cut your time production time down into you know literally an eighth of what it would be or you know a tenth, <laughs> whatever the number is is the the main reason i i do it anyways so now i moved recently so i'm fighting my my class three again i mean i think i'm gonna have to retime the whole thing i was stitching up a piece a couple days ago and it just kept skipping stitches and skipping stitches and i kid you not i ended up pulling it all out and just hand stitching my sewing machine holes it was tragic <laughs> absolutely but it looks it looks good now but it was it was tragic so you know it's uh it's one of those things that when you get them working for you they really do work though oh mm -hmm. yeah absolutely absolutely they really do Excuse me, man. There's still some crud going around. <laughs> so, what all do you make? Um, I make well. The main thing I make is uh, wallets, uh, just basic wallets. Uh, I make, I will make uh, some like clutches and and uh, like some zipper pouches type things. I'm getting into, uh, gonna do some bags, some other bags. Uh, going to do some and i i recently just started doing hats uh i uh, hat patches no 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 no. i uh i do hat bands uh on on basically felt on felt felt and straw hat mm. that i uh that are actually from ecuador i don't make make the hats themselves i just i get them from ecuador and uh i reshape them and put hat bands on them and and uh slap them in a box and call them good but uh other than that i've been starting to piddle a little bit with uh with wax canvas i haven't made any uh full-on projects yet or anything like that but that i think that's my next move on on projects is getting into wax canvas and making some some bags and maybe some tool rolls tool rolls and uh you know some mountain man stuff right right exactly yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's uh that is exactly where i'm i'm trying to go with that kind of the more bushcraft type thing mm. uh you bet maybe not so much as the tool part of uh bushcraft uh and but more of the you know supplies part of bushcraft no i'm possible so i i love it i i have it's piqued my interest to work with wax canvas, but uh, I have not quite made it there yet. Do you buy it? Where do you buy wax canvas? Uh, the I'll, interweb. I got I one one uh, one roll. I've got I got off of uh, Walmart. To be honest with you, no and, kidding. Yeah, yeah. And then the other roll I got off of Etsy. Um, and and wax canvas uh, right now. I mean, it, it's it's available and you can find it. But certain places are actually kind of running low on uh, wax canvas, or at least they were last time I looked. It's it's been a few months since the last time I looked. But just like everything that's been going on since this COVID thing, it, it you know a lot of things are in short supply. So we went to look at kitchen knives today, and uh, at, at uh, a popular kitchenware supplier, 
And they said they had not received any shipments of knives from overseas for two years. And Wait. were just, yeah, you wouldn't have thought. I mean, it's it's interesting where the supply issues hit. Yeah. But yeah, kitchen knives from Japan and Germany are apparently a scarcity in the United States right now. I'm surprised wow. people are buying kitchen knives from Japan. And... <laughs> who, who can afford that right now? <laughs> maybe yeah. that's maybe that's where a couple of stimmies went. Who knows? <laughs> Probably. Oh so, man! So you're not just selling leather. You you also just started carrying a few other products. That right. You're selling. Right. Uh, so that was. Uh, I guess I kind of forgot to mention that earlier. Um, the big part of our business, the other side of the business, is we kind of created a little mercantile. And uh, we, the first thing we did was the hats. We got the hats in and, uh, and we also, the felt hats. And we also have beard oil from the Immaculate Beard out of, uh, out of Dallas, Texas. It's actually the same uh, company that uh, Odin Leather uses. Uh, he's, he stocks in his store, the Immaculate Beard also. I don't ha quite have as many, uh, as much of a selection as he does in his store right now, but I've got, I've got the same stuff that he does pretty much. And uh, so we've got the beard oil. And then we also started, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Outlaw Soaps. Outlaw mm. Soap Company. They're out of Reno, Nevada. Uh, they make some pretty awesome smelling soaps and lotions uh, that are more uh, kind of aimed towards the guys that, for example, they've got one that's uh, like a gunpowder and whiskey and coffee scent and, and, uh, and more like, you know, they've got one that's like sagebrush and sandalwood and, and uh, thing leather and they've got one that's called blazing saddles. That's like leather. And I think it's like leather and whiskey or leather. I can't quite remember, but it, it, the main part of it is leather, but um, those are, those have uh, we just got those in and people have absolutely loved those uh and then another thing that we also have i can't believe i didn't mention this first i have my own leather bomb and I, think I know it i was <laughs> wondering when you were gonna get there <laughs> yeah i don't actually i don't actually hand or i don't make that that is actually handmade by my uh buddy uh brendan uh out of uh jamestown new york he uh he makes those those for me. I've got I've got leather bomb and solid clone, and uh, those have been really great so far. I've had I've haven't had a whole lot of people buying them, but I, I they've uh, for for what how long I've had them I've I've been doing okay with them. And then I've also we also order some we've got some like wooden bowls and uh, some like wooden trays and stuff that. Are, you know, like the dough bowls that kind of pe people make candles out of and stuff with little wooden hand carved wooden bowls. Yeah, we've got, we've got some of those, and uh, but yeah, we and and, and we just actually uh, got in some. They're called throne sprays and room sprays from Man Ready Mercantile. We've got. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Man Ready Mercantile, but they're they're pretty uh, pretty awesome. They're out of Houston. And uh, so they're they're more manly scented. Also, they they're but uh, yeah, that's what we're trying to do. We're kind of trying to build a a little mercantile to go along uh, with our leather goods. You know, things that you know we kind of feel matches the vibe of of what we want our business to be. And and uh, yeah, we're just gonna keep ordering more and 
try not to get ourselves in too much debt. That's for sure. <laughs> now you so, said that you don't have a storefront yet. So where in the world are you selling all this? <laughs> yeah, good question. No, I'm hustling. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I uh, last summer I started doing uh, craft shows and trade shows, and uh, so that is where basically 99% of my uh, of my income comes from with this whole deal. Uh, that we are we are trying real hard to uh figure out a situation on this on this storefront and uh but as of right now yeah that's that's all we've uh been able to do is is trade shows and craft shows well it sounds like once you get a storefront you're gonna have it stocked oh it's yeah it's gonna be stocked <laughs> that's for sure for sure yeah have you I've tried putting any of your stuff on Etsy? Man, I've heard a lot of horror stories about Etsy. I just, and the thing is, is it's so, it's so oversaturated. Yeah. There are so many leather crafters on Etsy right now. It and is. I've, yeah. I've, 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 I've contemplated doing that. And one thing I kind of decided on is that I want to kind of try to stay more local Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to, you know, say I will never sell any to anybody in, you know, out of the country that, because that's, that's, and you know, that's, that's crazy. I, I'll take any sell I can get. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but, but as far as going and putting my stuff on Etsy, I, I just, man, I just don't really want to, mm-hmm. uh, I'd rather kind of keep it a little more tight knit and, you know, I don't want to deal with all the Etsy problems that I just I don't know. I just heard. We haven't heard a lot of good about Etsy on this show from anybody. Yeah. Yeah. We've had a couple people that are successful on it, but. Yeah. The the issue I had with Etsy is like you said, there's a lot of people already on it and there's a variety of prices. So, I mean, it's hit or miss or whether you're going to get an order or not. Right. Like I think this year alone, I didn't get a single order until December. Oh, wow. Yeah, which I think I only got charged like a dollar a month, I think, for all my listings. So it paid for itself, but it just took a while. Other than that, I haven't had issues. But I have seen other people, like I'm in an Etsy page on Facebook, and somebody was saying that uh, their stuff took off last month, like finally took off. And Etsy put a hold on their money. Until they oh, were, no. until they proved that all the orders were made and shipped or something like that, and I was like, "Who? Right? Yeah, I'm gonna keep my shit low." <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, and that's that's part of the. I have heard about Etsy uh, keeping people's funds for for certain various reasons, and I just don't. I don't want to deal with all that. I really yeah. don't. Now, do you have a website? That is one thing I am lacking on. I I am in the process of, I think we're going to go with Squarespace. Uh, I'm in the process of kind of fiddling around with uh, designing on, on Squarespace, but I need to get that done real, like really like yesterday uh, <laughs> because online sales would, would really help out, especially in, these slow times, for example, right now, I don't even have another show planned. I don't even know when the next one's going to be. Uh, it may be, 
you know, next spring before I even go to another show. So figuring out a, a path to getting some money in over this winter will be, be key. And we've thought about uh, maybe trying to find a, a business in town that will allow us to put up a little pop-up shop one weekend or something, you know, just, uh, you know, you for the, try to get some extra income coming in maybe, you know, once a month or if we're, if we can find the right place that'll allow it maybe, maybe twice a month, but mm-hmm. we, we definitely got to figure out something to get us over this, this winter. That's for sure. Well, and it's a hard time in history to count on trade shows. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, when, so, when you do do sh- when you do shows, do you use Square to take card? Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I you, use Square. I, I was gonna say you can build a website through Square. I that's what I use. I forgot how much it is a, a year, but it you can set it up to where like everything you put on your website will also go to your point of sales like on your phone or your iPad for when you're at shows. So if somebody brings something up that is on your website and you click that it sold, it takes it off Square and your website. I was not aware. Yeah. And, and now is that just, do you, how do you do that? Do you just go through, uh, you know, on, on Square somehow or how's that? I'm going to be honest with you. My wife set it up. <laughs> So ask Rachel. Be, because I'm not good with technology. That's why Me we're doing either. a show with an iPad. Because I can kind of get by with it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah uh, I don't know how she did it. Uh, you can message me later and I'll see if I can figure out how. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. See, and that's something that I haven't ventured into yet either. I have the, the social medias, but I don't have a website yet either. And I need to because... I've gotten one random organic sale off of Etsy. Um, Now, I will say, she is asking for another piece. So, I mean, it's a successful sale. Um, But I think I've had stuff listed on there for like the last year or so. Yeah. It can be tough. And I think uh, one big problem with, with the oversaturation of Etsy is that you do have the few people that realize that there's so many people on there that they lower their prices down to where they pretty much steal, you know, <laughs> steal all the sales and that's not doing anybody justice. You know, they're taking less profit than what they, what they deserve. And, and they're stealing sales from other people that, you know, just because, you know, they, they priced it so much lower that, you know, everybody's got to compete, you know, and it's just like, just like gas stations, they have to compete with each mm-hmm. other. Gas prices. Us leather workers kind of have to compete with each other on prices. You know, if, if, if somebody doesn't think that they can, or so if somebody thinks that they can get, you know, the same wallet from somebody else for, a, you know, half the price, well, that's fine. But, you know, that's they're usually going to go to that person. And that, that really sucks. You know, it, it's like getting a custom pair of Hey Dudes for twenty nine ninety nine. Right. Did y'all see that Which video? No, so, I didn't. It, it was going through TikTok, and oh, TikTok! Uh, <laughs> this guy ordered a thirty dollar pair of Hey Dudes that had the tooled fronts, and when he got them, it was like horribly sewn together 
like oh leather with des- the design printed on it, and like oh they no. even, whoever made it, like it, it was it was like a manufacturer that ripped this ripped a guy off. They took his design and ripped it off, but you could even see like they printed on the buck stitching. Oh my god! Onto the leather, and it looked it looked horrible. I'm sure. You could definitely tell the person that made it had never been around a tooled, tooled pair of hay dudes before. I, I don't even think a person made it. I think a machine. <laughs> a, a printer. <laughs> hey dudes, yeah. So, Caleb, what uh, what advice would you have for anybody who's looking to do trade shows? Uh, Any words of wisdom on craft and trade shows? I would say or inventory because that's another thing I'm I'm looking at at starting to build if the right. baby will ever <laughs> not be a baby. <laughs> so, right, right. Trade shows, craft shows, inventory. What you got? As far as doing tra- trade shows and craft shows, it looks a lot better if you have a good supply of inventory. I don't. You know, I did nothing against anybody that, that does this, but if if you go to a trade show or a craft show and you have, you know, two wallets and maybe two wristbands or, or uh, you know, a, a purse or, or you know, a, a money clip, it kind of almost looks like, in my opinion, you didn't, uh, you didn't put in those long nights of, uh, staying up till three in the morning and, 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 you know, excuse my language, but for lack of busting your ass and, and putting in the work and, and, uh, you can say ass on this episode, on the show. I can't, sorry, sorry, mom. (laughs) Uh, But it's, uh, I would say definitely try to have a good, a good inventory of stuff. And there's nothing wrong if, if you, if you don't, you know, your table doesn't, your tabletop doesn't have to be completely covered with stuff. It, you know, that's, that's ridiculous if, if someone thinks it does, but. Uh, but have a healthy tabletop. Right, right. Have, have some variety and, and have, you know, you know, options of, of the same things and, you know, different colors and, and stuff like that. But give, give them, you know, give your customer something to explore. You know, if, if, if it takes your customer, you know, 30 seconds to, to look at every single product you have on your table, well, you probably need to have a few more items out there because, uh, you know, 30 seconds, eh, that ain't real long. And, uh, but, and having one thing that has really helped me or us is having the other side of the company with, with the, you know, the, the trading co part of it and having the beard oils and the soaps and the leather balm and solid clone and, in the hats and it uh those have been excuse me those have been really really good sellers for us and and helped out a lot i've uh actually seen my sales at shows have pretty much doubled uh since i started uh carrying all the other stuff my very first yeah yeah it's been great my very first show i didn't do that didn't do that well and uh I mean, I did okay enough to pay for gas and food and all that. But after after my first show, it was or my first show was just leather. I didn't have anything else. And after that, my uh, my income on on my shows basically doubled after that. After I started getting you know all the other stuff. Yeah, 
Wow. So, yeah, and that's one thing. If if anybody else is wanting to, you know, I, I guess they don't necessarily have to do this, but if anybody else is, you know, with doing shows and struggling with finding, you know, getting sales and stuff at shows, have a few other items that uh, people can sell, you know, uh, and and if you can find things that, you know, kind of almost go along with your leather stuff, uh, you know, that's, that's, you know, that's great, you know. But, that's that's a good tip because I'm sure that it can be kind of daunting just showing up to a show with your goods and and kind of hoping for the best, you know, the first couple yeah, times. Exactly, um, man. That's exactly how it went. But if you've got some some other products to bring people in and to get them interested and kind of to to pad sales, I'm sure it makes it significantly less daunting. Absolutely, absolutely. That's a great tip. Yeah, and and having something for you know the because most most of my leather goods are slightly more directed towards men's stuff. Not that it, not that a, a a a female could not you know or couldn't have my stuff. Anybody can have my stuff. I don't. If you want to give me money for it, great. But <laughs> as uh, as far as uh, Crap, I forgot where I was going with that. But uh, <laughs> having the the men's stuff and having a little bit of the women's stuff as well, giving them something to uh, look at with the the wooden bowls and stuff. They they really have liked the the wooden bowls and wooden trays and and uh, stuff. So and having something for both sexes is is I think really really important to have. Right, and. From all the shows I've done, like I've noticed that the majority of sales that I get is the women buying, because usually they're buying for their husband, their boyfriend, right. their dad, and the guys will walk by and be like, "Oh yeah, that's cool, I really like that." And sometimes you'll get a guy that will he'll throw down a lot of money for something, but usually it's his wife or his girlfriend that's throwing it down for him, right. and, he, and it's after he's walked down looking at other booths. Right. Right. <laughs> Yep. See, and I think your Leon wallet made me kind of wish I carried a bifold. Oh, kind of. Shut I don't stop it. <laughs> that thing was absolutely gorgeous. If you haven't, Thank you. if y'all don't follow Oki Ridge Trading Company on uh, on the social media, definitely check it out. Like I said, that one came across my feed, and I think I even commented on that one. That was one. Yeah, of you did. You did. The cleanest most beautiful little card wallets i think i've ever seen well thank really you very much i really appreciate that thank you very <laughs> much they're all right they're all i guess i don't i don't really do too many i did a bifold uh for jacob for chris or no father's day father's day last year and that was, uh, I think, only like the second bifold that I'd done. And I did way too many pockets. I did, I did too much, <laughs> and it ended. It it kind of kicked my butt a little bit. It turned out good, but it uh, it took a lot of skiving, and it uh, it just ended up being a little bit more than I bargained for. So I like those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> So what uh, what is coming in the future aside from the storefront? What what do we have to expect out of Oak Ridge? Uh, I I I uh, 
I'd really like to know that question myself. I know the answer to that. To myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a good question. Right, right. Um, I would uh, definitely look out for the storefront to be n not necessarily here in like the next few weeks, or, but but I would say here within the next year or so, we'll, we'll definitely be getting that storefront in. Now, is that, Wait. I don't know how big Freedom is. <clears throat> Are you looking in Freedom or like an Alva type? We are, we're actively looking in Alva. Um, Freedom is really small. There's only about 350 people or so. Uh, oh, yeah. I could, I could make Freedom work as if I had a, if I had a cool enough store, you know, I could, you know. Make uh, it a destination. Right, right. Kind of like Pioneer Woman. I mean, not that I could ever be on that level, but Pioneer Woman. Uh, <clears throat> Her store is ignorant by the way i she like <laughs> i'm up in her part of the world and i've been up there a couple of times and it is ridiculous yeah <laughs> well in in pahuska there's uh i think that's where it is pahuska yeah pahuska uh it's like what like five or six thousand people it's not any bigger than alva is and you know no and, it used to not be a very big town at all but she has brought in so many different businesses right. to the downtown area with her mercantile right yeah and <clears throat> that's and that's kind of uh you know so not saying that i could ever be on her level but if she can do it it, it gives me a little bit of hope but I, I think I would at this point in our, you know, the beginning stages of our company, cause we just started up. So I think that maybe trying to find a, a spot in Alva would be our, our best bet because there's, it's, it's, you know, about five or 6,000 people, I think. And uh, it would just, that would be way better than, than doing it in the 350 uh, people in <laughs> them you know well i think you guys will be successful it sounds like you really have a good vision and a good mm -hmm. you know it can be difficult to really have any idea of of what is it that i want to do what is my business but it sounds like you've got a really good vision and a really good grip on kind of where you guys are headed and what you want to do so that like i said i think you guys will be very successful it sounds fantastic well thank you thank you very much yeah we we take a uh we take a lot of inspiration from Odin Leather and and uh, Man Ready Mercantile. Those guys are those guys are awesome. I mean, they're definitely my idols. I I look up to them a lot, and I and I'm not trying to copy them or or uh, you know be just like them or anything. But there's nothing wrong at all with with taking inspiration and 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 you know seeing. You don't know what you don't know that you like something if you've never seen it before. You know. So. Oh yeah seeing people other people do it and you know it's kind of like hey you know i you know travis at, at man ready mercantile he's got so much stuff i don't know if you guys have ever looked him up or not or, or what is it it's called man ready mercantile man ready is all one word uh man ready mercantile it's it down in houston it uh is a, a guy by the name of travis weaver started it up and uh it's basically a men's mercantile, but they, they have women's stuff too, but it, they have all kinds of stuff, all kinds of stuff. It's, it's really awesome. It's basically kind of like Odin's, not as much leather. Uh, he doesn't have near as much stuff, leather stuff as Odin does, but uh, it's kind of the same really, style. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's kind of the direction that we're kind of trying to, to uh, kind of trying to go, you know, 
Well, very nice. When you get it to happen, let us know and we'll have you back on the show. Right, right. To tell us all about your recipe for success. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. And it, it'd be awesome to come back in like, you know, six months and a year and, and see how much has changed since since now, you know? We've talked about doing that with a couple of guests Um, because like Nina and Koi, they, when we had them on the show, they were just about to open their storefront in Skytook Mm -hmm. Um, and they have since done so. So yeah, we've talked about it a couple of times. I think it would be, and like, uh, I forget her first name, but the Molly Coddled Hash Slinger. Um, They were, they were making some moves when we talked to her too. So yeah, it'd be kind of fun to check back in. Maybe we could do a special episode where we do like 10, 15 minutes a piece and check in on, uh, check in on some of our folks. All right. So not to, I mean, it's still technically the topic literally before we started this show, this episode, Casey was like, Hey, you know what would be a cool idea for you to do? Like after the first, I was like, what? It's like, bring some of the people that you've had on before. Right. Yeah, because we started in June. Yeah. So it's so, been yeah. about six see months. How people, you know, how people's uh, journeys have changed and whatnot. Yeah. But, see what all- yeah. Caleb's going to have to wait a year, so. <laughs> we'll see you later. <laughs> I, well, I get that, that looks, so, so, you're, so you're telling me there's a chance, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Caleb. Tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, best place to find us right now is, is Instagram. Uh, we we have an email. It's okiridgetradingco at outlook.com. I answer or I check my emails daily, you know, multiple times a day. If you need to reach out to me, definitely email me. Or you can message me on Instagram. Uh, we just created a Facebook that we have not uh, uploaded a whole Felt. lot of things. Yeah. And, and, uh, I don't even know if anybody's followed it yet, to be honest with you, but <laughs> I haven't got sent an invite. So, uh, <laughs> even though you could do that, I'll have to do that. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, definitely Instagram would be the, the main place for right now until we get that website up. Definitely, uh, hit us up on Instagram. Are cool. you taking any custom orders currently? I actually do not do uh, custom orders for the business. I will do it for family. Oh, okay. But oh, you're so I, smart. I just couldn't. Yeah. With <laughs> Dustin. Yeah. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me, Dustin. Uh, <laughs> it might be the nicest thing you said on this show. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I couldn't get good, very good and efficient with the tooling. So that, uh, yeah. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> Uh, that to take the custom orders at uh, it's I'd rather have my own catalog and own inventory list and and not have to worry about trying to learn a new pattern or project every time somebody has some crazy idea that that uh, they want me to do and it's a lot easier to you know once I get in a, a template made or whatever I make a acrylic template it's so easy to just you know basically Knock trace them out. Back. Right, trace it out on leather and go, and not have to do the brainstorming of trying to figure out how to do something I've never done before. You know, pattern and making can be exhausting. Yeah, it can. Yeah, definitely. And when it doesn't turn out right the first time, it really makes you mad. Especially if you used leather. 
Yeah. And I very rarely do I ever have anything come out right the first time. At all. <laughs> very and rarely. since you don't take custom orders, you don't have a people, you don't have people messaging you like a week and a half before Christmas being like, hey, can you make a fully exactly. tuned belt before Christmas? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually, I did have somebody ask me, uh, well, I had to ask my wife if they could get a, uh, a tooled watch band, uh, uh, Apple watch band by Christmas. And I actually don't do any tooling. And I thought about, uh, I was like, well, I can, I told my wife, I said, I can have Dustin do it, but it ain't going to be done by Christmas. I can tell you. Right now. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I still get that even, even though I don't do any custom orders or tooling. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is probably a really good idea that gives you an opportunity to focus on building the trading co. Right. right. And doing things that I want to do. And, and when you have, when you're doing things that you want to do, you're, you're have, you're a little bit more passionate about it. And, and, uh, you know, if you're stuck doing projects that, you don't like or don't want to do, but just because it's, you know, somebody else's, you know, or you have to go do it. And Mm -hmm. it's a lot, it's a lot more fun being able to pick what you want to do and, and how many of them you want to do and, and what color of it, you know, all that good stuff. Real quick. I got a question. Yeah. How much does Santa pay for his parking or to park his sleigh? Oh, man. How much does Santa pay to park his sleigh? Mm-hmm. Let me know how you have I'm going to Google it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> how much? Nothing. It's on the house. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. Good one. Good one. I'm glad you got a Christmas theme one. I do enjoy the three, the themed, the themed dad jokes. Yeah, I've kind of screwed it up this whole month. This is, I think, this is the first Christmas one I've done. That was the first Christmas one. I mean, you nailed it though. The week of Christmas. Yeah. 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 Well, Caleb, to get it there. I thank you so much for yeah. joining us this evening. Absolutely, I appreciate you guys having me on on here. I I definitely don't feel worthy of uh, being on here. That's for sure. Yeah, we really hope you enjoyed your first and your last episode. First and last episode. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Well, like I said, you'll have to join us again in uh, six months to a year when you're just rolling in the dough with your own storefront. So, right. and, and 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 definitely well rested, and you've been eating well, and you know I'm sure. Yeah, I definitely eat well to uh, to begin with. No, no, no struggles there. <laughs> yeah. Well, Caleb, thanks again, and have an absolutely merry, merry Christmas. Thank you very much, guys. You do the same. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate. Yeah, merry it. Christmas, everyone. <laughs> yep. All righty, guys. Thank you very much. No problem. Thank yeah, you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I said it once, say it again How many times I've told ya I know this stuff because I'm from the great state of Oklahoma